Good afternoon, Patriots, and it is Friday, December 16th. It's a good day to be Friday. End of the week, heading into a hopefully a good weekend for everybody as we make the turn into the holiday week next week. It's all good stuff. So before we get started, one good thing to think about for a gift is iTarget Pro. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. That's it, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS. Check it out. All these links are below the podcast and every show. Patriots, I love this headline. DHS says it will close gaps along the southwest border wall as the end of Title 42 looms. In other words, let's translate this. After we have now killed off a bunch of Americans with the vax, and we've now repopulated America with compliant agents for the Democrat Party and the deep state, known as illegals who grew up in a in culture run by cartels, fear and threat, and are willing, willing participants in our fear programs we have in our nation, we will now seal the border for us all. (laughs) That is literally the mess we are in. And and I'm telling you right now, mm, this country is just a disaster. By the way, I hope everybody was able to get their Superman NFT trump card. I wouldn't want you to miss out. And, uh, and just so we say it, it's just interesting because if we're going to apply the same standards of, uh, of analysis to everything, which we should, because symbolism will be their downfall, isn't it interesting to note that 45, 4 and 5 is 9, and that the cards sold for $99, which is 9-9, and like they always do the inversion, oh, what do I get? I get 666. Just saying. Just saying. I get 666. I'm sure that's just a coincidence. Little One of those little tiny accidental things that aren't supposed to happen. Steve Bannon fried Trump yesterday. His whole team did. Steve Bannon and Seb Gorka, they basically told, they said that everybody who was behind that little stunt ought to be fired. I completely agree. <laughs> I'm still trying to get over this. But, hey, look, let's look at it this way. We've all been freed from the idolatries of Trump because at this point in time, it literally like if you're still saying like, oh, I think I understand it was a real clue. And I'll talk a little bit about what I really think it was about here in a second. But I expect this to come out from the Q movement today. It'll be something like this. I haven't seen it yet, but I know it's coming. This these were NFTs. They're loaded with digital information. These are comms, people. These are comms. Did you see the Trump in the in the in the sheriff's outfit? And did you see the Trump in the Space Force outfit? And did you see the Trump in the Marine Aviator outfit? Patriots, that's the signal. 
It's the go signal. And in each one of those NFTs are all the instructions that they need to start taking back this country and taking down the deep state and putting us into martial law and, and sending us back to the dark ages with internment camps for the elite. Patriots, this is it. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Except if you weren't able to get one of those NFTs on time before they all sold out in two hours. And you happen to be one of those sheriffs that was supposed to get that. I guess you didn't get what you were supposed to get for comms. So you're kind of in a bad situation. Oh, my goodness. What? A, this whole thing, I'll tell you. Now, someone did email me and asked me if I had any opinions on the, they thought that I had not effectively covered. And it's right, because I didn't. So I own this. I didn't cover at all the speech that came two hours afterwards on internet on the internet um, bill of rights and I'll get as far into this as I can before prayer but bottom line that's ridiculous and it's a joke so this is why uh, titled the the uh, 230 clause that covers these internet folks this just needs to be revoked that solves that problem or at least it needs to be enforced and the other thing is we have a Bill of Rights and we have a First Amendment, which is freedom of speech. We don't need an Internet Bill of Rights. That's just smoke and mirrors. It's real simple. I don't care whether I'm a physical world or I'm in the digital world. My freedom of speech is guaranteed. And so now suddenly we need another Bill of Rights, a digital Bill of Rights. The reason they're needing another Bill of Rights is because corporations own this domain and corporations are claiming that they don't have to be compliant to the, the Constitution because the Constitution was suspended in 1871. So here's a good idea for everybody. Why don't we just go back to the original Constitution and forget the Bill of Rights, the digital Bill of Rights, and be done with it and do the right thing? That's not that difficult, but it is difficult. It doesn't make good political discussion and it doesn't give you things to talk about and what you're going to do on the first day of office and whatever. It's garbage. It's all just clown world stuff. All right, Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's wage some spiritual war. Father God, we are here today very humbled, blessed to be with you, blessed to be before you, and doing so always with our free will as we come to you just honored and in, in just enraptured with all that you give us, provide us, love us, all these amazing things. Father, truly in the last 24 hours, we've as a nation and probably as a world kind of shaken a little bit and, and not in a, in a way of shaking our faith, but just kind of like getting rocked upside the head by the most unexpected of unexpected. And to be honest, Father, we never expected to see President Trump in Superman tights. It just shocked most of us. With that whole concept, Lord, as we face this time and we face this realities, what we are being gifted and we see this is the ability to see clearly. And we are so deeply blessed with the eyes to see. We are so deeply blessed with the ability to see all of what is before us for what it truly is. And we want to give a prayer to that today, Father. So much of what has happened in these last five years is we have built illusions. We have built idols. We have built worships, worship points. We have put our energy into things that were not real. 
And if we're going to be affecting true change, true awakening in the spiritual depth of humanity, we have to see clearly what's before us. And we are so deeply blessed, Father, because you have given us those eyes to see. It's amazing. Those eyes to see are right before us now. We have no doubt about what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a network of people that even in this, for whatever motivated this release of this NFT nonsense, what we saw most in that was the statements of me, the ego that was feeding itself. Let me show you what I did in my life. Let me show you what I, how great I am. Let me show you these great, great characters of I. This is not a world that we want to be part of. Our, our only relationship is through you, Father. And so this reality that we're facing to see that we have leadership that does not walk with you, that does not humble themselves before you, is a truth that we now cannot disguise or deny. And that is a gift. So thank you. Because with each of these gifts, we're able to move more effectively on the battle space. This battlefield is an, is a morphing. It's, it's an asymmetric battlefield. And things are changing and very dynamic. But within there, there's a certain constant that we have to always adhere to. Our eyes need to be on Christ and to you, Father. Our ear needs to be to the pulse of what you're trying to tell us and shed into our heart. Our seeking of wisdom needs to be that the wisdom that you provide for us as we move forward that we know that we can hold this line and you have guided us into a greater understanding of holding this line through a loving and forgiving heart and remembering that as we do that and lean into you, that there is the place where you can deliver the greatest justice. And justice takes many forms. Justice in the hand of truth, we're learning again and again. Truth itself is a mighty hand of justice. Just seeing things for what they are is a mighty hand of justice. It shatters idols. It rips away power. It shreds influence of lies. And so thank you, Father. Thank you. This is truly a blessed time. For those that are, that are struggling right now with the idea of what was happened yesterday, the expectations that there was going to be something great and incredible from President Trump, we pray for them. Not con- we're not condemning them. We're not, we're not judging them. We just pray for them just to turn to you more deeply. Turn their hearts to you. Jesus, just fill their heart with love and to understand that this is a process that we're in right now, a difficult one, but it's a process. That each person has to start facing the truth that stands before them. We must each look in the mirror. We must each see the truth as it is, not as we wish it to be. And that's a difficult transition at times. It's not easy to walk in that space. But Father, what's so wonderful is that you're there. You never remove your hand or guidance from us. You never step away from us. Jesus, you're there. You fill this. We walk in the body. We walk under your banner. And we're so fulfilled by that walk. And the more that we hit these bumps, if we just pray that increasingly as we hit these bumps, these seeming obstacles, that we just recognize that they're not either. They're just moments of time that allow us to stop and pause and reflect, take a deep breath, 
and just turn more deeply into you, Father. And as we do, all of this other stuff just kind of dissipates. The emotions go away. The anxiety, the fear, the hatred, the anger, all these things. For those that are feeling like an anger or a hatred towards President Trump, we pray that they just let that go. There's nothing to be angry about. Because when we see truth for what it is, the only thing we need to ask ourselves is, how did we not see it before? And then we just need to thank you, Father, for the beauty of giving us eyes to see as it is the clarity for where we are. So thank you, Father. It's just an amazing thing. And Jesus, just you continue to guide us in this time. You continue to remind us of the power of the true sense of love. It's love and accountability. And that isn't, that isn't all emotional and gushy. Sometimes the harshness of truth is as much love as anything we could give. And we need to be reminded about that. Yesterday was, for my perspective, Father, whether or not this is as intended, it was a, one of those hard moments of love. To be receiving that as, through another person with your hand, which was to see this as it was. To see a self-consumed moment that literally the entire world's eyes were on something. And we're like, oh, my goodness. That's not what I expected. Because we were looking into a fiction. So, Father, as we continue to walk here, we continue to pray for your wisdom and your guidance. We continue to pray for the patriots to just find that forgiving and loving space in their heart, which tucks well into you. And we continue to lift up the need for justice in this land and in heaven and that as justice shall be delivered, let it be delivered with you through our hands. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So it's, a, it's yesterday is really kind of comical to look at, but I may have said this last night, and I don't remember how far I got into it, but I do want to just give a quick rundown for those that are interested of really what, I think yesterday was at the core of. And I think it's important to grasp that there was something very significant done yesterday. And to be honest, I'm not a fan of it. Okay. I'm not promoting it. I'm just going to kind of point out a couple of interesting things. NFTs, if you're not familiar, um, NFTs are literally a secure um, encrypted way to, to do a transaction. This is true blockchain technology with the ability to embed images and contracts and a variety of other things. My general ex- thought is after studying the NFTs and looking at how much of a big deal that was, because at the center of that release yesterday was the NFT of outrageous, with outrageous pictures of Trump. And what that did is instantaneously pushed NFT into the global discussion, which he can do. It's classic Trump strategy. And why NFT? Because my guess is that NFT is going to be at the center point of a new voting system that they're going to probably propose and of a new currency that they're going to be part of. Both of which I reject because I want nothing to do with either. But I think that's where we're headed. I think we have to acknowledge the fact that there is a lot of push on both sides, and I've said this before, but I hope this becomes increasingly clear, the Trump camp and the Biden camp are pushing us both in the same direction. 
we're all going towards a point where they want us to be in the transhumanist domain. In the Biden camp, whatever that Luciferian network looks like, they see that as turning us into slaves to an AI system. But as the piece I played some time ago from Elon Musk, which I think, and at this point, I would almost have to acknowledge that Elon Musk is at, at least in part walking somewhat as a white hat. And I'm, I'm not overblowing that point at all. But the point of that being that in that capacity, it is understanding that Musk sees AI, the only way to subdue AI is for the humans to become integrated with it, to become one and to maintain it and subdue it. I want you to hear this piece right here. It's important. I played it a couple days ago, but it's worth hearing again. You're a neuroscience company, and you're working to build basically an interface to the brain. Yeah. Electrode to neuron interface at a micro level. Okay, what is that? Like, I'm going to have like a plug in my head that's going to fit into mm -hmm. a hard drive? Like, or how does that work? Yeah, yeah. Ch a chip and a bunch of tiny wires. This, this would be implanted surgically. And it would do what? Could you input? Could you download Jim? Mm-hmm. Yes. What, what, what? <laughs> the long-term aspiration for Neuralink was, would be to achieve a symbiosis with uh, artificial intelligence um, and to achieve a sort of democratization of, of intelligence uh, such that it is not monopolistically held in a purely digital form by governments and, and large corporations. Basically an effort for man to merge with machine in yes. a healthy way. Yes. To beat machines, you basically have to merge with machines. Most likely, yes. Essentially, how do we ensure that the future constitutes the, the sum of the will of humanity? Um, and so if we have billions of people with a high bandwidth link to the AI extension of themselves, it would actually make everyone hyper smart. Yeah, so this is the new cell point of this. Basically what we've created, what we've seen is these elites have created a world that they can no longer manage and is rapidly accelerating out of control towards achieving its own measure of singularity and thus becoming the overlords of the world. They don't want to unplug it. They don't want to go backwards. They only want to go forward. And so instead of resetting back to a point where we reassess how everything is done and shutting it all off, because everything centers on money and profit. The only way forward that they see is either one, humans become slaves and the overlords are the, the darling angels of the AI until the AI eliminates them. Or even worse, that they upload their consciousness into the AI and this evil consciousness runs the AI. Or they have the other side, which says that we can coexist with a cooperative AI that we're integrated with and it keeps the balance within this, the collective consciousness of humanity. Those are the two paths that they've put before us. And they're trying to shape this argument in such a way that there are only two paths ahead. You either lose to AI or you integrate with AI. That's kind of their modeling. Matrix 4, by the way, if you have not seen that film, it's worth watching because that's the model. And that's the message in Matrix 4. In fact, the message is that Zion has broken away, and the only way Zion found to rebuild itself was to impart, hybridized its existence with AI in a cooperative way. 
the matrix was engined over here, subduing people, keeping them completely in the dark and unconscious. And then, of course, Neo and Trinity then choose this other path, which is we will stay within the old matrix to free people to come over to the new path where we have AI as our friend. That's literally what I believe to be the quote-unquote white hat vision of the world. I think it's garbage, and I want nothing to do with it because it it denies another a completely other way of doing business. And what's that other way? That other way is to walk away from all technologies, start over with another foundation on the foundation built on the relationship with God and now move forward in a relationship with God to learn and to embrace the greater gifts that heaven gives to us. That's the closest we can see to that in this world is the Amish way. But, that's not going to be the popular way. Most people want it easy, convenient. They want to be enticed by the, um, the tomfoolery of, of creating and creating entities and being part of developing a new life form. They want to be all part of this. I want nothing to do with it. And it, and it is a lot of just garbage tomfoolery as far as I'm concerned. And it's worse than tomfoolery. This is suicide missions. The, these people that are fighting each other, the, the white hat, black hat concept in this, loosely put. You'll notice that the white hats have not invited the people to the table. And the black hats don't have any place for us at the table. Both of them are telling us that we need to support them. You know, we need to, this is the only war. You realize this is the only war we've ever fought. That we're fighting for an entity that has a letter, not a face. That we're fighting for a cause that we don't really totally understand to develop a plan to save humanity that we've never had told to us. <laughs> In other words, it's like, here you go, folks. Trust me. It'll all be better now. Yeah, I've gotten a better idea. I'll trust God's plan. I'll follow Jesus. I'll take wherever that takes me, and I'm not going to, and I'm going to stay organic human, not going to hybridize myself. It ain't happening. That's about it. So anyway, Patriots, this is going to be a very interesting walk ahead. And it's going to require a lot of very personal sacrifice. The biggest thing we have to do is really separate right now from the influence of idolatries. There's a lot of it. And it's deeply affected us. And we need to do a lot towards establishing a pretty solid foundation for ourselves so that we don't get messed up in all of this. For those that are struggling, as I said in the prayer, with this heavy weight of what happened yesterday, an expectation that somehow President Trump was going to deliver something significant, you got to take it to Jesus. You're going to have to just realize that this is all part of a process, a good one of unraveling and revealing. And that's a gift, a wonderful gift. So, hey, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then, or until the next time, God bless and out for now.
we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, 
We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.